Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is... Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie. But before we get into anything about the album... Social media! Bam! Right there! The Twitter! TDM Pod! TDM P-O-D! The Instagram, the Diamond Mind Podcast. You had to move her head a little bit because I want to hit it. She's lengthy. So, uh, I like that you just can't talk. Nope. Um, if you're an audio listener, you want to see our face and see what we're talking about right now or any visual gags or anything, uh, the YouTube, the Diamond Mind. You can look up the Diamond Mind Podcast. And there's our trailer right there. It's a picture of us. There's a little mic in the, on, the, on, the, 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 on the table. Why can I not talk? And uh, the channel is, it just says, it says the Diamond Mind, it has like our little logo that we have on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, or I don't know how Apple uh, Podcasts work, because I don't use it. Um, it all has the same Okay, picture. I didn't know if they had like also, Dallas, profiles on there. You did not reach out. Yeah, what the heck, Dallas? Go back to the episode and find Nate's email. Yeah, find, it, that. It's in the first five, right? I don't know. That was leave? those first few episodes were a fever dream. You just leak your phone number. No, I will never. Uh, like leaking my email was enough of a mistake, but like phone number, no, that's off limits. I can change my email. Can't like phone number. That's a whole different ordeal. Don't want to have to deal with that. We get one of those burner phones just for this. Honestly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you have anything to say at all? No. You sure? No. Are you? I'm positive. You can Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this first song is called... No! Yes. Wait, I do have something to say. Oh, okay, go ahead. This is the second episode in a row we have... Oh, dang up. it! Okay, go ahead. I don't know what's happening anymore. Okay, so, this album went ten times platinum. It was released on January 1st, Happy New Year, 1983. Only eight songs, but it was still 41 minutes long. That's because... Because all the... Or not all of them, but a good chunk of the songs are over five minutes long. I think they're all over four. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, let's get into this first song. It's called Can't Slow Down. Uh, it's got a groovy beat, and it's actually good. And I was really just dreading listening to this album, because I thought it was all gonna be like, Hello... Spoiler, most of it is. Um, but this one was fun, because he was just, he was getting into it. He was boogieing. He was ready to go. Uh, he also yeah. has like a little like whispering thing, and usually I'm like, stop whispering to me. It's but, horrible, normally. But he didn't whisper to you. He he was like whispering like, I can't slow down. Like, just like getting into it. And I was okay with it. I thought it was fun. To you, he was whispering to the music. He was whispering to the vibes. So, how do you feel about "Can't Slow Down," Lanny? The instrumental, I thought, kind of was overriding his vocals a little bit. That is true. I won't lie. Uh, maybe that was the mix. Maybe that's how they wanted it. I don't know. But I personally wish that his vocals were louder. Um, this one made the joke that he was like Prince 2.0, and then you said Prince 0.5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it's the epitome of an 80s R&B song. Technically, this album is R&B soul, but we'll kind of get into how it's a little bit different than that. And I thought it was just very enjoyable. Right off the bat, surprised by Lionel Richie. It was a great start to the album. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So. 
Um, the next song though is called All Night Long, and then in parentheses, All Night. Um, and this one, he's got like an accent. It reminds me of the guy that sings Don't Worry, Be Happy. Like that guy's accent. Uh, Bobby McFerrin. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you just know that? I have it on a playlist. How about that? Um, I'm cultured, okay? There was a part of the song. What was the part of the song that you looked up? What was that? Oh, um... I hope you have that written down. Party... Oh, Party Karamu Fiesta Forever. And it's used in I Like It by Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull. So That's where I recognized it from. The way he sings it, it reminded me of that part of Hips Don't Lie where... I don't even know what she's like... Bonita, da, 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 Shakira, Shakira, like right there where she's just breaking it down. Uh, it reminded me of that. Uh, and this was honestly this second song for a second song. You know, I thought it was pretty good. I was like, oh my gosh, I might actually like this Lionel Richie album. Um, it sounded like it could be in Curious George, just like really playful and like we're gonna have fun, we're gonna because party it had all like night a long. Caribbean. Yeah. Kind of it's got like into yeah, it. it's got like these, just like unorthodox instruments, like something that you wouldn't see in like a super duper popular song usually. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. That being said, the song is a little predictive or predictive. Um. A little. A little. I was gonna say repetitive, but uh, I guess predictable too. Um, no, predictable. I'll get into that for a That's six and a half song. minute song. Um. It's just. Too much repetition for six and a half minutes. Could have cut it down to like five and I wouldn't have complained as much. Uh, otherwise, though, just a good feeling song. And I liked it. Oh, I broke this. What'd you break? It's probably when I threw it in the last episode. Let me see. <laughs> Lainey. It's probably when I threw it in the last episode. Anyway. Oh, when you did that, when I was sitting right here, I didn't know what happened. I just thought you were freaking out for no reason. I was like, no, I that's watched, why I said you good. I watched the video <laughs> And you didn't even, like, look up at me. No, I didn't know I what was, was just, happening. I like, flinging a thing around and it just shot that way. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening at all. If you want to see that, uh, YouTube. Go to the, the last Mine. episode. It was, uh, what did we listen to last time? Oreo Speedwagon. Hi, yeah, Oreo Speedwagon. Um, is that all your notes? Yeah, you go ahead. Anyway, okay, so. You were talking about the song being repetitive and things like that, but it's actually, like, a good song, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Nate just, yeah. Sorry, sorry, audio listeners. Sometimes I forget we have audio listeners now because there's camera. Sorry, oh, Speedwagon. We need to ad lib better. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so this song topped the Billboard 100, R&B, and adult contemporary charts, and it reached the top ten in several countries overseas. Go Lionel. No cap. Oh, okay. Uh, Lionel took months to write it. Months? Uh, months. Until a Jamaican gynecologist uttered, I'm going back to work all night long. And then he stole that from him and wrote the song. Except the song is about, from what we can tell, anything really inappropriate. It's just about partying. Like it says Fiesta, it's about like taking the streets like... uh. Well, it was the... What can we compare it to? Like Mardi Gras in a sense. It was also like a... I think it has something to do with, like, I don't know what you would call this, but, like, the people that celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't know what what that is, or... I, I'm I just not I know celebrations, cultured. because they do, they party in the streets, and it's, like, literally all night long. Like, I know, like there's multiple celebrations that do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Personally, 
us and our, our culture, we do not. However, a lot of other cultures do. And I think it's actually really cool. Um, um, but but I, I'm literally just not cultured enough to know what to call that. But um, it does say the thing... It's a celebration thing, of Kwanzaa. Yeah, it says like December. on like the last day of December or something. Um, the, That's the what word. Karamu means. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, is there anything else? Uh, Any no. notes? Because no. it's a downhill slope from here, Lane. It is. This next song is called Penny Lover. This is not what I was looking forward to. This is just... This is ev- this is the reason I was dreading the album. Songs like this. It's just okay. slow and lovey-dovey, cheesy and overdone. Especially with like this, this genre and style. And I just... That being said, if I had to give a positive, this really shows off how good Lionel can sing. He's got a great voice. But man... So boring. So, so boring. And honestly, just makes me mad. Like, listening to it literally makes me unhappy. You go ahead now, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> adding on to what you said about his voice, he does have a good voice in general, you know. And I guess I guess that's why he's a judge on American Idol now. Uh-huh. So tune into that. Yeah, he really can't sing. Because he's with, like, Katy Perry and Luke Bryant, like, random people, but whatever. I feel like, though, it's not very powerful like it's more reserved yes. or maybe that's just how they mix because it was either in love will find a way or the only one he really does get into it and you can hear the rasp mm-hmm. and like just the strength in his voice but they still it's still on the quiet side so again i don't know if that's the mixing or if that's just how his voice really is but i wish it would be a little stronger a little louder if that was the mixing um going into penny lover it was co-written by his wife at the time, mm-hmm. Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. Shouts to Brenda. Uh, it was very predictable. This is the one where I literally said the opening line before it even started. Yeah. So we hadn't heard we hadn't heard the song yet, and whenever we, so the way we listen to music, give you a little behind the scenes of uh, the Diamond Mine is here. We've got our table, and we just sit right here, and uh, not to y'all's knowledge. But actually, under this table, there's a computer um, sitting down there recording all our audio off of the um, mic. But we pulled the computer... Jesus, Laney. <laughs> no. Eh? Eh? But we had... <laughs> what is this episode, dude? Um, we had know. the computer right here, and we like played off of Apple Music and whatever, and immediately like the lyrics pop up, because we have it like... I don't know, there's just like a little like tab and you can click it and all the lyrics oh, pop yeah, up. Oh yeah, on uh, iTunes. Um, and just... so Lenny looked at it and the beat had been going for like two seconds. <laughs> and Lenny was like, I bet it goes like this. And just sings it. And then like five seconds later, he sings it exactly like Lenny did. Except like an octave lower. Lower, so. yeah. His was lower than mine. But it, I same, had the Prince point same notes going. and same like, uh, what is that? Like rhythm, I guess, <laughs> to his voice. Cadence, I guess is a better word. <laughs> I was spot on. Lionel. Come on, man. <laughs> the lights just flicker. Did you see that? I did not see that. Eh, maybe it's just me. Um, um, but yeah, so that was pretty funny. And then I said they owe me $5, but we didn't check on it, so I guess he doesn't. No. Uh, but it does take about two minutes for it to really pick up. And the beat... I'm going to pretend I didn't just see you do that. And the beat just kind of... Man, what if up. I like just had a frog tongue? And just like, we were sitting here talking, and just out of nowhere, there was just a fly, and just... 
I was thinking, what if you just like stuck it in your eye, and then like I didn't see it, but the camera did. Mm-hmm. No, that would actually be so crazy. You've known me for like nearly eighteen <laughs> You're years, a person. and I just have a frog <laughs> tongue, and you never know. I that would probably cause a whiff. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little, and then I'd be like, okay, wait, 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 wait. See if you can reach that. <laughs> and then it'd be, it'd be over. I like, I hit the ceiling fan that's like spinning right now, and I just start go. spinning on the ceiling fan. <laughs> where that guy's in one of those um i don't know what they're called like you strap into a harness and it's like a little obstacle course but it's on the ceiling you know mm-hmm. like a main event or something but instead it's just like carrying his body through yeah i saw <laughs> that's that what you, that's what you and me anyway let's get through this stupid song um i didn't hate it mm-hmm. but it, the only reason i didn't hate it is because it reminded me of the golden girls but specifically the music that would play in between scenes or when they would come back from commercial break mm-hmm. it was like the do 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 or something like that. I know that I only got upset because you grabbed the mic because I know that when I'm editing this, I'm gonna forget you did that, and I know that's just gonna be that's gonna be so loud because it's just a big smack on the mic, and I'm gonna forget it happened. Sorry, audio and it's listeners. gonna be like it's gonna be two in the morning, and I'm gonna be sitting there editing this and just get my ears blasted and I'm going to have to edit the yeah, audio. I don't understand that. So we do this early to get the editing done, but you still stay up and do it until two in the morning. Why do you not just do it? Through well, cause the I have things to do in the day. And then like, <laughs> I just don't want to have to see the only thing I don't like doing it on Saturday night and knowing if I don't get this done, I don't have any time tomorrow. Oh, see, so I, I finish everything else on Saturday night. I hate doing that because whenever I'm editing it, there's a lot of times where, like, um, say we, like, accidentally swear or something during the podcast, and I can't find it specifically, and I'll have to, like, sift through the whole entire podcast. Like last episode? And, yeah, and it was, like, an hour of footage, and I cut it down, obviously, because there's, like, there's you know. Lot, yeah. the The audio records constantly, but we have to clip, like, do different clips because mm-hmm. of technical things with my camera. I'm moving. Um, it's magical, man. But... So I have to like sift through like an hour of audio and if I don't want to do that, I want to be able to just be like, okay, I'll do this tomorrow and get everything else done and then just be like, I'll censor that tomorrow. But if it's a Saturday night, I'm forced to like Okay, see, I was just sift I was just it. asking because this past weekend you finished it on Saturday mm-hmm. and I was like, holy crap, did he like just Mm-mm. do this even though we recorded on a Wednesday? <laughs> no, usually what I do Another little behind the scenes of the Diamond Mind podcast. This is just a real conversation. Yeah, this you, is nothing. Usually, yeah, usually wow. what I do is like, um, I'll go and I'll take the camera and get the footage off of there and like put it onto my computer and then yeah. download, go to our drive and download the, um, the, audio, the audio, like the raw okay. audio and I'll go downstairs and I'll get it. And chopped just put up. it in the same, I'll, like... I'll get it all lined up and get yeah. all the audio pieces chopped up that aren't necessary for, like, those clips and have it all spaced out. And then I'll put the little intro card. I won't have the audio, like, the music for the intro yet and the outro card. Yeah. I'll put those there, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done for the day. And then I'll come back, and I'll nitpick and put in, like, little edits and stuff. And then if I'm, like, struggling with certain edits, I'll be like, no, I'm done for the day. I'll I'll do this edit tomorrow. And then the next day is just, like, my my cleanup day. But when I don't have that, like, time frame, I have to do all of that in one day. And it sucks. That's fair. I feel like you're always... Because if I do it, if I space it out, I only have to work, like, the little edits maybe take, like, 
I'd say like 30, 45 minutes. But the the lining up the audio and doing all that, that's only like 10, 15 minutes. And if there's, yeah, if there's like little, if there's like little edits, those can take me however long. Like if I have to find where we swore and censor that, that could take me literally, I have to listen to the whole podcast and figure out when. Normally we know when we do it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normally we can keep track of it, but last time... Uh, Lainey said a word that I'm not going to repeat because I don't want to have to censor it. Censor it. it. Um, because I'll, <laughs> I'll towards, do this exact thing. It was towards the beginning, though, and for some reason I thought I said it towards the end. Yeah, I just, I, I was know. just really off last week. But, um, yeah. That's all we have um, for those songs. So, uh, who is it? Hello. Lionel Richie on the Lionel Richie episode of the Diamond Mine podcast. And we're back. Sorry, just Lionel came in. I had to hit him up. You know, he wanted to go bowling, so we went bowling, and now we're back. But uh, this next song is called Stuck on You. Um, we just came out back with our bowling shirts on. <laughs> yeah, bowling shoes, bowling ball, bowling I mean, alley. We use the ones in the closet. Uh-huh. There is actually a bowling ball in the, the closet that we used to record in. Um, I'd heard this one, though. I'd heard Stuck on You. Um, also, wait, before we get into this, whenever I think of Lionel, I think of that stupid commercial where it was like the Lionel train bank, and you could put your money in, and it would like, do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Do you know it's I'll show you. This song is so anticlimactic. Uh, just songs like this, it's just so... The only purpose of the song is for slow dances, and when you're at makeout point with your boo thing, but... You can't just jam to this in the car. Who's gonna want to just listen to this out of the blue? Just, you know, I'm on a I'm on a car ride. I think I want to listen to "Stuck on You" by Lionel Richie. Uh, there's no energy. Okay, the, uh, what what that is that? It's from Star Wars. Um, this Lionel Train Bank. Do you not remember those infomercials? Nope. <gasps> I was a big train kid too. How do I not remember that? I don't know, but that kid is made in the bank. Yeah, Look that kid, that's gotta be at least like four hundred dollars. He's got them overalls on. Overalls enthusiasm, overalls enthusiasm, overalls enthusiasm. Yeah! Your turn. Is that all you had? Yep. Stuck on you. So this was Lime Hole's first country hit, picking at number 24 on Billboard's country music chart. Isn't that crazy? How is this a country song? It had certain aspects. And here's why I say this. It was very Garth Brooks before Garth Brooks. Mm -hmm. If you go back and listen to it and think of Garth Brooks, it kind of makes sense. I guess. Yeah. Um, but again, country music is very... I mean, it's not like it was Dolly Parton, George Strait, that kind of country. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was actually pretty decent, but again, I wouldn't really classify it as top tier country. And other than that, I didn't write much down, so we can move on. Yeah. Uh, the next song is called Love Will Find a Way. This is so 80s. So 80s. I couldn't figure out what to say. And usually, whenever I can't figure out what to say, I think about why. I can't figure out what to say about these songs and how to review it. Um, and the reason I couldn't figure out anything to say is it's so minimalistic. Like, the there's just very soft clapping with a hand-muted guitar and some synth and Lionel's really soft sing-songy voice. And that's how it is for the first, like, little while of the song. And take that as you will. To me, it's, it's boring. Um, other people might... Really, really like that. Um, if if I had to say something that I liked, though, they did have a little short synth kind of solo type yeah, type deal yeah. that I thought really but. brought up the, brought up the energy. Otherwise, just 
It's minimalistic. That's the best way I can describe it. That's fair. I wrote, like, right off the bat, the first thing I noticed was the bass line. A huge fan of it. I really liked how prominent it was. I, I Personally, I like when the bass is really just, like, amped mm-hmm. up in a song. I, just, I really enjoy that. I did also, like you mentioned already, I like the keyboard synth action that they had with the little layering going on in there. Yeah. But again, it was very minimal. And other than that, it was just kind of a snooze fest. Sorry, Lionel. The next song is called The Only One. So energyless. This is where I started talking to Lionel. I was like, Lionel, (laughs) I know you have the potential to really just get me moving. This is your fan letter. (laughs) You did it the first song, and the second song was okay. It was a little bit more laid back. Uh, but it didn't have energy like the first song. Why are you making songs like this that just really aren't that fun? Like, the only energy in the song starts in the last minute of of the song during the little, like, key change thing that they have. And mm-hmm. it gets a little bit more energetic. But it's too little too late. It's been three and a half minutes of just quiet, minimalistic, energyless Lionel Richie. And I was just disinter- disinterested at that point. And so it just... One minute does not equate to three and a half, obviously. But in the sense of, like, keeping me wrapped in with the song, Mm -hmm. especially since that one minute was, like, the last minute of the song, I was just already out of my brain thinking of something else when it finally picked up energy. So, I don't know. Just kind of a smart. But that's what is difficult to understand is that when we do listen to these albums... And some of these songs just, I'll say it blatantly, suck. It's like, we know the artists are better than that. We know yeah. that they have written, produced, sang so much better than what we're listening to. And that's what's so like difficult and it, to it, get through. It sucks, too, because whenever we're listening to artists, I always, uh, th- I had to set down my phone. I'm just like, this is completely <laughs> off, off the script. I always feel so, I don't know how else to say it. I feel so bad. Whenever I say, like, an artist that I know has a lot of fans and a lot of potential and can sing well and talent. Has, talent has a lot of talent, yeah. I feel so bad when I put their albums super duper low or say that their songs suck or whatever because to their, like, to their fans, they might really, really like this. But, like, I feel like so many artists just don't use their potential on a lot of their songs. They just kind of have, like... Well, I mean, it's the whole concept of, like, throwaways. Um, But also think about it. All of these are ten times platinum or more. mm -hmm. So it's already... I mean, it's up there. We're rating some of the highest albums I mean, like, tens of millions of people have bought these albums. Right. And so I think it's... Obviously, it's an opinionated thing. It's not... And these are our lists. Exactly. Like... And so, I mean, you say you feel bad, and I get that, because you don't want to have a negative... You know, opinion towards anyone. Well, just because I know but that it's they... also, but they're. I mean, this is a big list of incredible artists, and so when these songs are just mediocre and you get tired of them, but again, we listen to the albums all the way through. It's a little disappointing. Yes, it like upsets me whenever I listen to. It's like, oh, this is one of only 121 albums ever to, to sell to sell 10 million copies or more. This is one of 121 albums. At all. Any artist, no matter what. Is this in the world? Because, think about it, these are all, like, English-speaking artists. 
Yeah, Santana. So Santana old? didn't have uh, Santana. Um, they had song, they whenever had we did English, whenever we did uh, the Santana episode, I was reading through like Wikipedia oh, articles Spanish. and stuff, oh, yeah. and um, it talked about how big it was on the Latin charts, and that's right. why it got so big. Okay. Um, I just wanted to. Die. And so I do think this is in the world. I don't know well, I mean, the, the actual Beatles, Beatles over. Yeah, England. but uh, I don't think. Well, let me rephrase. The people that certify this aren't actually Billboard. We just got the 92 list off of Billboard. The people that certify it are the RIAA, um, and they're the people who track the sales of albums. And I think they go based on, like, all chart history, but maybe, like, certain countries and stuff, their chart history isn't as extensive. You can look up, like, how many are sold from each country. Mm -hmm. But that being said... English music, even in places that don't speak a lot of English, is still super duper popular. It, it really Just because is. English yeah. is such like a huge language, and a lot of people speak English, and a lot of people will like in school in other countries, English is what you learn. That's like your foreign language or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will just like you know learn English as their second language. Um, I could be completely wrong on this. This might just be a completely baseless fact, but I'm pretty sure English is the like most common second language for somebody to have. Um, so, I'm just saying, like, English is a very popular uh, language, so I wouldn't doubt that this is at all of the countries combined. It's just all of these I are... mean, it is, though. Going back to Santana, most of the album was in Spanish. So mm-hmm. it was in English, but then, like you said, it was very popular in Latin America. So. so, yeah, there's that. But anyways, I just, I feel bad whenever I talk ill on any of these artists because I know they work so hard on these albums and they pump out these albums that sell tens of millions er, and people and people love the albums and people love the music and they really appreciate the artists and stuff and I just can't see through their eyes as to to why they love these albums sometimes. But maybe they also can't see through our eyes as to why we don't like the albums because think about mm-hmm. it. People are here to hear our, are here to hear yep, our opinions and mm-hmm. on top of that like None of these artists are going to care about what we think. I know. They're rich, and they're famous, and they've produced this music that has been so widely popular, it doesn't even matter. I know. I just, it's, it just sucks that it, I can't, morally, I can't find the appreciation that, like, uh, other people have. So, did, uh, have you talked about Running With a Night? Or, not Running With a Night, the, uh, the only one? Did you already talk about that? No. Okay, go ahead. I will say, in general, I think I enjoy all of these, even Nickelback, yes talking to you um just because of the experience and being able to listen to all of it and thinking like this is what they write even if i don't listen to the music or mm-hmm. enjoy it generally um the only one i these last few songs they've all been too similar and low energy we need one like can't slow down before we hit that final song which is Lionel which is honestly his most popular song hello mm-hmm. and it's just a Lionel Richie love song, but I do kind of like his wording and metaphors and stuff. And then this is where you hardcore choked on that Sprite. Oh, that was the worst thing ever. I literally, like, I felt the Sprite bubbling in my lungs. Um, anyways, though. That's it. <laughs> the next song is called Running With The Night. There was so much synth. And this one, uh, I'll just read you through my thought process while listening to this album. I thought that this one, or listening to this song... Uh, I thought that this one might get a little more energy. There was potential with the driving bass drum and the hi-hat. 
Uh, it had more energy than the last song, but the first chorus didn't have as much energy as I was hoping. Uh, but after that first chorus, there was a bunch of bass and it started hitting. Uh, so I thought maybe it'll have more energy now. And then they get a guitar solo in the middle of a Lionel Richie song. Um, I thought that was dope. too, when you were looking up something. You were looking up something. I, yeah, I don't know what it was. Um, Maybe you were on Twitter. Maybe that's what it was. But why did this happen only twice on this album? Like, this is enjoyable. I could see me listening to this in the car and bumping to it. Why did Lionel not explore this sound that he has more? Really? Like... Maybe he doesn't, I mean, it's just a sound. Yeah, maybe like on another album where he doesn't have huge hit songs, he does go into this more. It's just upsetting that I find enjoyment in these couple songs, but can't can't feel that as a whole about the album. Even though I know that he can make me enjoy myself you with his music. can't fully experience the excitement. Mm-hmm. I get that. It's been a very in-depth podcast. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So... Right off the bat, I imagine his collar popped, he is strutting his stuff down the street at night, all the neon signs are flashing, he's ready to go. Ready to go, okay? And it's more energetic than the last few, but it never really takes off, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, it's almost there, it's just constantly at the edge. That's that's very... But it never drops off and that's just very accurate. for it, you know? Um, it does have a more smooth sound, I thought. And I, okay, I think... If you match this up to Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up, you know, where he's like, shoulders are going, and he's I just doing lost his the game. dance or whatever. I think if you match that video up with this song, it would match perfectly. I don't uh-huh. know why, but I think you would. Um, is that all I wrote? Oh, and then there's like this weird little disco sounding break to me. I, I think we're, we were doing something or talking in the middle of that, but that's all I have. Okay. Final song. The final song, the one that everybody knows... Hello. Hello. And just after I was talking about how bad I feel talking so much crap on these artists and their <laughs> albums, this has got to be like a top ten least favorite song of all time. I despise I would, I would this love song. For you to make a top ten list of your of my least favorite yeah. like songs and albums and artists, mm-hmm. I will. I also want to see a list of your guilty pleasures. Okay, we'll get into that later. Um, if you follow us on <laughs> social medias, maybe you can. Yeah, maybe see you'll it. see that at some point. Uh, <laughs> This song is just overplayed, and I don't even think there's anything about it that's necessarily spectacular. The chorus doesn't hit hard. It's just super repetitive. He sings, like, the the verses are literally four lines each. There's two verses, and he sings the chorus, like, three times. There's there's nothing spectacular about it. Really if I had to say song. one thing about it, the soft guitar solo is pretty cool. Yeah. This is just a cheesy, lovey, Lionel Richie song, and I your turn. <laughs> I just want to know what you listen to to hear it so many times for it to be overplayed. My mother. Oh, her playlist. I was honestly about to guess that. Like her 80s. My playlist. mother. She sets it up on the little Mac computer downstairs. Or just says, hey, Alexa. <laughs> Play. We just set off so many people's Alexas. Hey, Google. Play, or, okay, Google. Sorry. Play Hello by Lionel Richie on repeat for five hours. <laughs> like a ten-hour YouTube Okay, video. Google. Pull up videos of cats. Hey, Watch Alexa. the second video that pops up. Ha 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 You just do that. Okay, <laughs> let me finish this. So, 
how this song kind of came about. He was randomly playing piano when, I think it was his producer, a producer in general, James Carmichael overheard him and suggested that he finish the tune that he was playing. And he decided to do that, and the rest was history. And that's how it goes. The reason I know this song is because every time my dad would turn on the VH1 classics and all those music videos would come on, Hello came on every single time. Have you seen the music video for it? Uh, I think so. Where it's the blind girl and she's sculpting his head. Oh, wait, then no, I'm not. <laughs> I, it's actually pretty cool, and if you do the VH1 classics, like, facts will pop up about mm-hmm. it. And it's, That's I, interesting. It is pretty interesting. That's how I kind of... It's like when you play off Spotify on the TV and it'll... Yeah, and it shows us facts. Yeah, that's how I came to know the song, and then I think the music videos will really drew me to it, and that's why I enjoy it more, mm-hmm. because when I hear the song, I can envision the You can, like, think video. back on the VH1 classics mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. And I can see, like... You I have a link to it. I can see the video. I'm visual, and I can see the video. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think it's just, I'm sure it is an overplayed Lionel Richie song, but I haven't heard it in years. I'm talking probably like five years. I haven't heard it in a long Bang, time. Dude. So I do enjoy it every now and then when it does come on. I think it's a classic. It's a Lionel Richie. That's the one song everyone knows by him if you don't know any others. That's all I have. But I, I want to say this, by the way. So... This isn't really for you audio listeners. This doesn't apply to you because you can't see me. You guys. Hey, you up there. Um, I didn't realize, and I am embarrassed by this, that I wore the Foo Fighters shirt two episodes. Aww. That's Because I thought I wore uh, Rolling Stones, and then I wore the Foo Fighters that one time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the podcast anymore. I think one was where I carry another one. Audio listeners, she wears a different band shirt. Every episode. Every episode, yeah. Since we started the visual stuff. Uh-huh. Before then, I would literally show up in... Like, pajamas, pajamas, basically. Yeah. Sometimes I still do, if you see my lower half. I'm not right now. I'm wearing shorts. Sometimes I do, too. Yeah, sometimes you do, too. But I went back to our videos, and I was like, okay, I need to separate, like, what shirts, you know, I'm worn. And I saw that. My heart... That's unfortunate. Broke. Oh, my gosh. I've been hunched over this whole podcast. This really shows that I'm, like taller than you because i never like sit up during the podcast i'm leaning (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways one through 92 how you feel i think i'm pretty sure it's at 63 right somewhere in there yeah um i'd say about where it's at I'm sorry, lionel if i give it a solid number i'd give it 65 three out of eight songs that i enjoyed with one of my least favorite songs of all time on the album, it's not enough to move you up out of the the high sixties. You're going in my seventies, bro. Just I'm sorry. Those, that fir- those first two songs and the second the to 80s, last song. At least it's not the eighties. Also, bumps. When we make this list, let's include the viewers on this. Are we going to do just the ninety two, or are we going to do all one twenty one when we make this list? I assumed I assumed all twenty one twenty one, but we okay. could do a ninety two and then we can do a one twenty one. Give us feedback if you care at all. Uh, <laughs> we can just do like a little key, you know, and color coordinate. So like all the red ones will be ninety two, and then like the green ones will be the extra ones, but it can be mixed in too. Uh, yeah. Anyways, though, anything? Oh wait, Twitter TDM Pod TDM Pod, Instagram the Diamond Mine Podcast, YouTube. The Diamond Mine. Look up the Diamond Mine podcast and you'll get our trailer on there. Z never applied. She's streaming right now. <laughs> Zeke Leasy. Anyways. Squirming.
This has been the Diamond Mind Podcast. We'll be back at you next week with the chicks. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Diamond Mind. That's the first time I've ever messed up the intro. Oh my god. I'm putting it at the end.